live from New Orleans, the man with the horn, the honey in the horn, the horns of plenty. All these records that are up here, his, I will still not put up. You don't have, I feel like you have a different one than me. I don't have Java. No, no, I sent the one I sent you this week. I have horn of plenty. I thought you have horns of plenty. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah I, I picked one up myself this week. The round mound. Okay, that's what the round mound of sound. The round mound of sound. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you play round mounds? No, I play round mound. Round. Sound. The round. Oh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want people calling me that. That's not the one you have, is it? Oh no! And what is horn of plenty? <laughs> <laughs> I can't find yours. I've tried Googling yours. I can't find horns of plenty. I can only find horn of plenty. I'll go dig it out and I'll, I'll compare it. Yeah, you yeah. should dig it out. I'll dig it out. Also, you want to hear the worst song I've heard in weeks? Isn't that a song? Dig it out, dig it out, some shit like that. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking dig it out, I bleed it out, Linkin Park. Oh yeah, bleed it out, bleed it out, <laughs> dig it out. I like dig it out. <laughs> Here, if you want to hear the like worst earworm I've heard since Java, I heard this one about two weeks ago. It was so bad I saved it on my playlist. What is it? You playing it? No, I sent you the link by Joshua Redman. It's jazz records. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Get the fuck out. It's not. It's called Jigga Jug. Horrible. Message? No, I sent it in the Zoom chat. I, dude, it was like last time. Like, I don't see the Zoom chat. I don't know why. Why do you not have. Uh, whatever. Fine. Here. Maybe it's the uh, Apple bullshit. I don't know. Oh, the Apple bullshit. Because Zoom is only for Android. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't say Apple bullshit in the uh, Indian accent. Apple bullshit these nuts. I hate it already. <laughs> you know, somebody mentioned fucking, uh, God, what was that horrible song? An awful jazz song. Skyfall? No, no, like we asked Spotify, hey, Alexa, play jazz and to play that song. Oh, in the mood. In the fucking mood. Like, it just reminds me of that. And somebody mentioned him earlier in the week, and I. Hey, fuck it. What was his name? The drama player? Um, Glenn Miller. Glenn? Yeah, Glenn Miller. I was listening to some drum podcast that I'm like, yeah, Gene Krupa with the Glenn Miller orchestra. I was like, get the Fuck out of here with that Glenn Miller bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's really horrible. I, I like, I, <laughs> like, we don't want to. You like Jigga Jug? <laughs> what the fuck, Joshua Redman? I expected better. Came up on the Spotify playlist too. Like, it, you know, when you just let it play, like, it just came up random. And I was doing something, and then I stopped what I was doing because I was like, "What is this gayness? What is this gay ass?" 
<laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> right. It's oh, pretty, yeah. like I really don't know what to say. Except I got, no, I got into a fight with somebody on Reddit about Glenn Miller this week. Were they defending him? No, they were like, the thread was name a band that has any of its original members or like who doesn't have any of its original members or something like that. And I was like, well, the Glenn Miller Orchestra has one guy because I met this old dude who's like, I just saw the Glenn Miller Orchestra in April. It was so good. And I was like, you know, there's like big formed in like 1928. Like there's, there's nobody left. He's like, there's one guy. He's like 100 years old. They bring him on out. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I fucking, that was what the guy in the fucking Reddit comments said. He's like, there's no way a band from 100 years ago. I'm like, bro, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't fucking know. <laughs> like, and so I sent him the Wikipedia page of the one living member. And he's like, huh, I still don't see where it says that he plays with them. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, really. It doesn't say any. But it counts. They bring him out. They're like, hey, look at this fossil. Like, do they? Is he? Does he even play, or is he just literally like in a chair watching? <laughs> I was beyond me. He said the guy played, but they said they like make a big deal about it. You know, they're like, and here's the last living member. It's honestly like we don't even need to like if they just want to like be like we're a whole new band and we just pay tribute to them. Like we have. I don't have any any problem with that. I mean, I'm still not gonna go fucking watch them, but like, who the fuck really cares? Like, oh, you know, I was gonna go to this show, but there's actually no original members of the band, so actually, I'm not gonna go. Well, the bands that come to my mind are like Leonard Skinner. Like, there's none. Like, they're all dead. They all died, but there is a band touring under the name Leonard Skinner right now. Yeah. Um, I saw the ring run up. Molly Hatchet's another one. A couple of those like classic rock bands. Like I think even Bad Company isn't Bad Company anymore. Uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. There's just like a handful of those like old man bands that like somebody legally bought the name so they can still tour as the name, or it's like somebody's wife was like, "We're still doing it." God damn it! I was gonna say the Emerson Lake Palmer. They did a re reunion, but Emerson. Well, there's no Lake. No, no, there's no Emerson, there's no Lake. So I don't know. I mean, there's still one guy. He's a third of the band. But, like, is that really the band? No. I don't know. If your oldest surviving member of your band is 100 years old, maybe it's time to just call it a day. Yeah. Or, like, the Glenn Miller Tribute Orchestra. You don't have to bring up the fossil. Just keep your name <laughs> Add one word to your name. <laughs> or wait, what if this crazy idea? What if you just change the name? <laughs> what if you just stop calling it the Glenn Miller Orchestra? What if you just call it something else? The, whoever the fuck is not the Fossil Orchestra, the uh, the James Miller. They got a James Miller, and he pretends to be the son. The Big Band Review. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you That's need to attach it. <laughs> That's a much better name. <laughs> fucking Glenn Miller's like great 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 grandniece can get royalty checks off of you. What the fuck?
why don't uh, why don't we bring why don't we call the Nick Rich Orchestra and uh, bring him in? <laughs> I don't think the Buddy Rich Orchestra still tours. I think uh, that also has a lot to do with Buddy Rich being an asshole. <laughs> They're all like, he was such an asshole. Like, he was such an asshole. Dude, actually, it's so funny. Uh, I, I heard one of these podcasts about, like, the history of, uh, like, Buddy Rich and his snare drums and, like, uh, all the different ones he used and how he switched companies. And dude, yeah, that sounds so asshole. interesting. Dude, no, no, dude was such an asshole. Like, like he uh, switched from like Ludwig to this other company who they were the first ones to ever pay an artist to endorse a product. You know, he was the first drum guy to get actually paid to like endorse a product. And he paid, still wasn't happy. You know, so they paid him like a million dollars or something. Jesus. Him, yeah, like a fucking large amount of money. He's Especially back then. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think a million dollars like converted. It might have been like a hundred thousand or whatever. But still, buddy, rich. Yeah, he got rich off of that. Yeah, he did. And then he puts out an album literally the next year, and on the cover, you could see a side shot of him doing some shit to the snare drum, and it's not the company snare drum. He used another company snare drum, like the next year, bro. And they're like, dude, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like. And so they, I think they dropped him or he left. But like, what a dick! Old shitbag, buddy, rich. What a dick! He's coming and he's going. <laughs> nice, good one, good one, Yar. I don't know where my knees nut shirt is. <laughs> you never need to wear that. I used to wear it as a night shirt, and I think I told you one time I like. Was like dropping the uh, recycling of garbage early morning. I just walked out of my nightclubs. I did realize I had like a weird, weirdly awkward elevator ride down. And it wasn't until like five minutes later I realized I had the D's nut shirt on. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a testicle festival t-shirt that I've now been sporting. And it's fun telling people that that was a real event. <laughs> All right, so next time, okay. If and when you come here, you bring Testicle Festival and I'll wear these nuts and we'll play a play a fucking gig. Nice. Yeah, so you didn't know about Barbenheimer, did you? No. What the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, people were fucking buying tickets to see Barbie and then immediately after going to see Oppenheimer. Um, and they just today... What? They don't buy two tickets. They just walk from one to the other. Oh, no, they buy two separate tickets. That is, A, that's a lot of movie. That's a lot of movie. This will be Barbie bad. is an hour and 57 minutes. And then Oppenheimer, like, dude, I got to the movie theaters at 9 a.m. I left at about 3.30. That's a lot. I was like, uh, that was like my biggest dread was just like, fuck, this is like a job. You know, I'm coming in here. I'm, I'm working a whole shift at the movie theater. The guy who took my ticket when I came in isn't going to be the guy taking my ticket on the way out. It was two different ticket people for the both movies. So I was like, Jesus Christ. But fucking, yeah, 
Also, just side note, I haven't seen too many movies this year. I've seen three movies in theaters, and I'm not count. And of those three, one of them was The Room last week. So I, let's not count The Room. The two movies I saw, or three movies, I guess, whatever, two times I've been to the cinema this year was fucking Avatar 2 and this. Hey, hey at least this time you got to uh, kill, kill two birds with one stone, even though it's kind yeah. of just at the same time and threw two stones in two different hands. But, but for a guy that doesn't like movies, the two time, the two movies I do go see in theaters are the fucking... Are the fucking movies that are like the longest fucking movies of the year. Yeah. Wait, hour 57? How long was Oppenheimer? Long. Long. (laughs) Of course it was longer than Barbie. Let's see. I don't know. Hour 57 is a long fucking time. Oppenheimer was 180 minutes. That's a commitment. Yeah. So, fucking... And I'm actually... Barbenheimer has its own Wikipedia page now. It is an internet phenomenon that began on social media before the simultaneous theatrical release of two blockbuster films, Barbie and Oppenheimer, on July 21st. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, the movie event of the year. Uh, did you know that today, August 27th, is National Cinema Day? What's up? Did you know that today, August 27th, is National Cinema Day? Yo, I did not. So, in honor of National Cinema Day, movie tickets at most uh, movie theaters are $4. And so, somebody paid for my ticket. Will Lavender paid for my oh, ticket. If I'd known, I would have actually... Goddamn. Yeah. What the fuck? Wait, did you go with Will Lavender? I did go with Will Lavender. I think even if I got paid, I wouldn't go with Will Lavender. <laughs> it was funny because we went to uh, in between. We actually had more of an overlap than he would have liked. So we went to the Mexican restaurant and had a couple of drinks. And while we were at the Mexican restaurant, I looked Will Lavender's Rate My Professor page up on him. And I, I read to him his reviews from his students. It's pretty funny. How? How? What was his rating? Uh, so he has two. <laughs> ratings um which just on the national cinema day thing when i looked it up it said for all barbenheimer stragglers out there you can get your cinematic movie experience today when it's only four dollars a ticket (laughs) i'm a barbenheimer straggler jay oh i'm i'm the barbenheimer straggler apparently (laughs) i have not i've not looks like i gotta go do it so yeah well it still lasts uh, William Lavender, he at his current position, he's got a 4.7 out of 5, and only six students rated him. Wow. One person called him a fair grader. Uh, they said he's not the best at posting grades in a timely manner. Uh, they said he's a great guy. Uh, this guy over here says that uh, he is an extraordinary instructor in all caps. He mucked day learning, interesting. <laughs> We need more of him. <laughs> M-A-K-D-E, the muck day learning interesting. Uh like he make this guy's <laughs> Is that what he make the learning more interesting? <laughs> this poor kid. 
<laughs> you you want to send a screenshot of that? Because I really want to see that. Uh, I could just uh, I'll flip the camera for you. Let's see. Will it focus? Yeah, will it? That's the will. Will it? There we go. Made yeah. a very oh. He mucked it. Oh my god! Okay. He mucked oh, it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, he macked it. He macked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Chuck Day. Movie. Yeah. Day Maharaja. Yeah. Shakti. Uh, this guy says I really liked him, and he was always so laid back. Uh, I liked him and his looks a lot. Um, <laughs> this guy says made me feel stupid because this stuff is very complex. What is eleven? Sociology one ten. Wait, and where does he? Which college is it? Community college. Okay. Roan State. But he used to teach at Pellissippi and he taught he taught anthro at Pellissippi. Pellissippi. And... Pellissippi Nuts. <laughs> and at Pellissippi they gave him a two point two out of five. Ooh, that's um, this guy says he's definitely scattered brain, but an interesting fellow. He's kind of a frustrating person to be around. Most mornings he arrived late and left our class locked out outside in the cold. Wow. What a and then this was my favorite. I loved reading this one to him. This man is self-involved. He has an open book test, but don't let this fool you. His tests are insane. I had a B minus in his class, and he curved the grade in a weird way, which left me with a C. He also likes the band Wilco, which is enough of a reason to avoid, in my opinion. Oh, my God. That's fucking funny. Boom roasted. <laughs> that is a boom roasted. That's harsh. Oh, it, it gets even better because I... Did I tell you about the gig I had two weeks ago where they paid me to play in their living room? No. It sounds like... <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. Bro, this is... All right, so I met these old fucks. And they, this lady texts me and goes, hey, we're having a party at my place. You want to play guitar? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not doing anything else. It's Sunday. I don't really have anything on the schedule. So I go over to this lady's house, and it's like a 1960s swinger pad in there. And her husband apparently owns a fucking ad agency. And they paid me $200 to... Bro, is this literally fucking Mad Men? Like... <laughs> 1960s ad agency was often drinking the entire time. They were all drinking wine. Was, like they asked me, like when I got in there, like white, red, or pink. And I'm like, hey, ew. Can I get clear. Can I get clear. Water's fine. <laughs> I'll take some water. Uh, the drummer that they got that day was around my age, actually a little bit younger, but like he was really good. He was a. Uh, oh, yeah, he was really good. Um, they had this old What's black that? man wearing a tuxedo named Marcel on saxophone and no keyboard player. So the old lady would go over there and play two notes on the keys and pretend to sing. And then this other old lady would show up 
and also pretend to sing. And then this guy with a gigantic forehead named Harold showed up and started like plinking around on the keys. Um, they had it was the the whitest room I've ever been in. They had cucumber sandwiches. I'm not kidding, but that's their that's their thing. They pay people to go be their backup band while they play lounge act. This is so weird. So weird. I mean, yeah, I don't know. A couple of those people in that room knew Will Lavender, and they go, "How about that Will guy? You know, he's a bit of a stage hog. I think he's a bit of a lush." Wait, and he wasn't at the gig. Uh-uh. No, he gets he does he's not good enough to get invited to this one. But I'm just laughing my ass off. I was like, I love Will Lavender. He's a great guy. And they're like, he's a fucking stage hog. He's a weird guy. I'm like, he's great. <laughs> I wonder how he feels to be called a hog. I told him. I I I full out. I was like, hey, so this Nina lady said you're a stage hog. He's like, who the fuck is Nina? <laughs> I'm like, beats me. <laughs> that's so funny oh that will lavender is a real stage i told stage you about the heckler the one night we're playing and the guy just goes up to will and will goes up to this guy to get him to calm down and the guy just goes not you you suck <laughs> no what the fuck i didn't tell you about the heckler no Shit, we're doing the fucking Wednesday night blues jam, and this drunk Asian dude, he's just, like, slamming beers, and he, like, gets up out of his table, and mind you, this restaurant, it's, like, it's an Applebee's with a fucking stage. Like, it's not, it's nothing fancy. It's not Applebee's, but that just picture an Applebee's. That's kind of, like, the vibe. So, this guy gets up out of his seat, and he starts walking up to me on stage going, fucking play! Fucking play! And he's, like, making air guitar like motions at me and like there's a bunch of people on the stage that are like up there jamming and i was like you know what i don't want him to get any closer so i just started fucking doing an eddie van halen routine right there just so hopefully that he wouldn't get any closer he didn't but then will lavender went over there to get him to stop yelling and he just goes not you you suck (laughs) (laughs) what happened then Oh, like everybody in the fucking restaurant was trying to get the guy to calm down. He about started a fight with like half the fucking staff and then he just stormed out. Asian guy? Yeah. Probably Aaron Watanabe's dad. Probably. Yeah, he was it was very much directed at me. It was not directed at anybody else on the stage. It was very much Fucking play! <laughs> it's like, bro, what do you want me to do? <laughs> well, I hope I remember that because I totally like want us to be playing at one point, and I'm gonna just look at you and be like, "Hey, Morgan, fuck, fuck." <laughs> I was never seen that before in my life. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm a drug guy. What? What? Like it's not, it's not play this song or play that way. No, <laughs> just fucking play. Like <laughs> I just wasn't I'm playing it for him, dude. Yeah, just was wasn't doing it. I wasn't fucking Billy Gibbons up there. I wasn't. 
Tobin. Tobin. That's hilarious, though. No, I was not yep. aware of that. Yeah, I know, maybe three, four weeks ago. Okay. On a Wednesday night. <laughs> on a Wednesday night. Dude, if you're not drunk on a Wednesday night, you got a fucking problem. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Right? What the fuck? That's Friday night behavior. It's not Wednesday night behavior. That's some some Paul Gallagher uh, drinking on the way to uh, school behavior. (laughs) That's what that is. Poor guy got too comfortable with his job. Yeah, I can show up drunk. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's just bad, dude. I don't know how. I can't imagine any circumstance, actually almost any circumstance, where I would show up to work having drank any liquor. Like, in the AM. Like, on a weekday. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> I'm thinking, like, you know, most people with a PhD don't vice principal at high school. So he might have fucked up somewhere else and ended up VPing at high school. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a PhD, there's a lot of more options that pay more that you have available to you. Yeah, no, 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 that's true. He, that's, that's a fuck up. That's a big fuck up. All right, so I've been saying since the beginning of the movie that, like, since it came out, I was like, bro, I am not, I'm a straight man. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have kids. I have no reason to see Barbie. I'm not going to do it. I don't give a fuck. I didn't play with Barbies as a kid. Don't care. So once the movie started, I put all that aside and just let the movie fucking happen. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't hate it. I'm not going to go tell you to watch it. I'm not going to go out recommending the movie, but uh, four bags of popcorn, you know? Uh, no, I, I heard it was uh, quite decent. But it's all self-aware. So, like, they know it's a joke, and they make some jokes in there. There's some funny moments. Uh, Anything worth noting outside of like the just besides the jokes? Um, oh yeah, the story is literally it's the hero's journey. It's it's you know the the Joseph Campbell archetype, fucking Neo Matrix. Take the red pill, take the blue pill. Find your go out in the world, find yourself, come back home, share what you learned. You know, that's what Barbie is. It following Barbie doing that. Yeah, it's just they create a situation where she has to do that. I mean, like, they literally do a red pill, blue pill scene where she has to choose between a high heel and a Birkenstock. Like, it's uh, very self aware. Yeah, it's a very self aware movie. Very LA, very West LA, very, uh, yeah. But then oh. Oppenheimer. I don't know if I told you. I'm not going to be able to move to New York, actually. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm moving oh, back to no! SF. I'm moving back to SF. Oh, that's good. So I'm, still going, I'm still going to the U.S. Right, but... You're just going back home. 
Yeah, basically, now, uh, Brett Witt. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if I told you or not. No, is there a reality in which you don't have to have Jacob Bowers as your roommate? Like I could not have him as my roommate, but I'm gonna have him as my roommate. Uh you're just asking for trouble. Potentially, yeah, but I'm I'm saying in two ways. I'm thinking about it two ways, right? I really want to get onto real drumming and go to a drum rehearsal studio. So if he's there, that's gonna really encourage me to like be out of the house and away from him. Right? You can have another roommate. It just you you have the option to forego him. Well, I, I I that I also don't want to do because I'll say the one thing that Jacob, the one, the, or sorry, the two things about Jacob was this, like, or actually, gets really the one thing. He never told me I couldn't do anything. It was never like, oh Jay, please don't watch TV right now, or Jay, I want to watch the TV. Can can you like not watch whatever you want to watch? That and he never ever said, Jay, please don't drum right now. That's like the one thing I really don't want to fucking deal with. No, he's like, Jay, I'm too much of a coward to face you in real life and own up with accountability for the ways I've fucked you like a pig. Well, dude, now he's not even an SF, he's in Atlanta. Oh, he is? Yeah. Is he hanging out with Rumstead? He is. Damn. They are. So, yeah, he basically got moved there. Yeah. They're drinking Kool-Aid together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eating that famous Atlanta fried chicken together. We, I remember we did go to a bar one time, and uh, Brett straight up, I was told, ordered a, uh, is it a Red Bull vodka? Something like that. That is a drink. Such a drink exists. Whatever Red Bull liquor drink it is. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got the watermelon one. I don't know about that. It was just a regular one. Am I supposed to judge him for drinking a Red Bull and vodka? Oh, like, you say like a grown man, like someone that's not in high school or like, like, yeah, it's not a frat party. What the fuck? Dude, you're like a high level managing director. Like, yeah. Make, why are you drinking like a five year old? Yeah. You make like $500,000. Like, why are you? Ordering the shittiest drink. <laughs> I'm not going to judge him for his choice. I say he makes $500,000. If he can drink what he wants. If he goes up there and orders the watermelon sour or watermelon Red Bull with a side of watermelon <laughs> or just like a vodka soaked <laughs> watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> no, just orders a slice of watermelon, bro. Just a slice of watermelon. Uh, that's, that could be the move. You go to the club, you, you get a little nervous because you're with people you don't know, people you work with, you're the high-level manager, and you're like, excuse me for one second. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Bring it up for the whole team. You guys want some watermelon? <laughs> sure I, is good. Dude, it's your first day on the team, and he's like, hey, I got you <laughs> <laughs> welcome i got you a welcome watermelon uh, if i ever ceo of anything in my life that's happening thanks jay we've, we've created part of the company culture for the future everybody no, gets a watermelon why it's a welcome watermelon <laughs> you got a fucking problem with that just trying to be nice asshole you hate watermelons you hate black people whoa, whoa. <laughs> where did we where did that come from
Yeah, stigmatize the hell out of it. You gotta go all the way. <laughs>